Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, this is not Jano. And I'm not jo- What you, you said that different, and I was so confused. I know, I know. I threw you off. I, I, I actually, I had a little tickle in my throat, and I was about to cough. So I'm not cough Gino. Not cough Gino? Not cough Gino. And I'm not fart Jan. Jan. Joe. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Joe. Worst show ever. Uh, anyway... That's what we're going for. Um, yep. We were told we had our best episode ever last time in our first fan email. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. So let's go for the worst episode ever. Yep. It's all. Let's go for a tight from 870. Here. 870. Yeah. There's there's a podcast I listen to that is like three and a half hours long, and I, it, wow. it comes out every two weeks, and I listen to it while I'm driving, and it takes me the whole two weeks to listen to it. It would, yeah, it would have to. I occasionally will listen to Critical Role, their podcast, but it's not as podcast-friendly as what you might think. Yeah, I feel like you would need to see stuff. Like, like they've got battle mats, and, you know, they, they do stuff in there where they're just talking about where they're placing characters, and they've got some visual stuff that they bring up and mm-hmm. everything. And so, like, if they would redo that ever so slightly, where it was like, you know, they'd have descriptive... Te- uh, descriptive definitions yeah. or whatever like have another person just a voice actor just come on and being like so ford moves to the left flanking <laughs> the bugbear the bugbear we should, should be uh, better, but yeah we should start doing our podcast on roll 20 that way people can't follow along yes that's that's what makes for good podcasts that's right we we totally could do that after after two years, we need to, um, I don't know, shift into something good. I would, I would actually love to have like a like a D and D thing, or or we could even do a more thematic thing where we do one shots or something. Get some fans in there. That'd be fun. That has nothing to do with our theme. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. That's why we have to do a whole here. different podcast. Well, we could. I, I mean, can at least the, the game show theme. spinoff spinoff. I can make them cinematically themed. Okay. I suppose. Like, uh, it'd be like, um, I don't know. Uh, I was trying to think of um, Ready Player One, where you're, they, they go into the movie theater, and then they're yeah, I was just thinking, the... like, this, can you survive The Shining? Right. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, we can do, like, the Rick and Morty D&D one-shot. and That'd be fun. I know there's... There's a Nightmare Before Christmas one shot, and there's a there's bunch of a others. Stranger Things. Yeah, there's all kinds. Did of... you know that licensing licensing the uh, the the Demogorgon whatever costs like eight thousand dollars from D and D, like to to use it in a board game, like as the 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 that thing from Stranger Things. I thought the Demogorgon was a creature in D and D. No, I don't. I don't know. No? Okay. All I know is, like, if you're doing it Stranger Things and you have to get your license from Stranger Things, that one thing cost $8,000. That's impressive. And and if you just called it something else, it cost you nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I guess if you're doing a Stranger Thing, anything, doing it without the Demogorgon would pretty, be pretty impossible. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Stranger Things is based upon so many other 80s properties that you could probably get so much cheaper and just call it 80s mashup. True. 
Um, anyway, so we're, this is episode, uh, 52. Yeah. Two years, two years of podcasts. How fun is that? We started this in 2018. Uh, yeah. Now it's 2020. 20. Yeah. We have 2020 vision now. Yes. We All are. of our cinematic choices. Yes. I guess we can get into fantasy movie league. I kind of don't want to. <laughs> yeah. It's been a roller coaster ride of a weekend. It has. It's it's been changing quite a bit. Um, but Rick is winning. Yeah. He, oh, he squeaked just ahead of you. Yeah, let me let me pull this up here. I didn't have this up and I should have. How much is the perfect Cineplex? Like uh, uh perfect Cineplex. Hold on one second. I can pull that up. The perfect Cineplex is No, that's not it. Seventy-three million six hundred sixty-three thousand, and it's uh, nineteen seventeen. Five knives out and two of the uh, Ford versus Ford Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, that's the perfect Cineplex. So I mean, you're not that far off from it. You're just ten million away. Which is interesting because what what they were projecting to be the perfect Cineplex, which uh, Josh had for half a second there. Was yeah, he uh, did. supposed to be like eighty-five million, and then apparently, my real guess numbers is started that, coming in. Yeah, real numbers started coming. My guess is that Star Wars didn't do as well as they thought it was going to. Yeah, because that's how Star Wars is going. I think just really nineteen seventeen just started grabbing up so much more. I I don't know about that because because nineteen seventeen like um it'd be. You would think that the total would be higher. It's lower. Uh, well, that it grabbed more market share is the thing. I guess. And then with that, you have to have things that are lower. I guess, yeah. I don't know because it's it's not it's not about what what specific movie does the best. Well, that's that's useful, but but it's all about the total. Mm-hmm. Which means. Like like Josh's perfect cinema is only doing uh fifty nine million six hundred twenty five thousand compared to the eighty three it said it was going to. Mm-hmm. So something in there is not doing it's gotta be Star Wars. I mean, yeah, it's it's gotta be Star Wars, but it's also I mean their algorithm just was yeah, fucked up. Maybe they're projecting. I just really can't tell what anything's gonna be until Sunday at the earliest. Right. Does uh what is it, box office mojo or whatever? Do they update theirs over the course of the weekend, or how do they? I think they they update it every twenty four hours over the course of the weekend, but they're at least a whole day behind on all of their projections. Yeah, I think. Okay. But yeah, I didn't do too well. I've got fifty four million, nearly fifty five million. My wife beat me. Yay, sir! Yeah, she doesn't watch. Movies. She doesn't. She's not aware of stuff. <laughs> Gretsch was supposed to be better. She picked Little Women because she. She did. It. Little Women was good. It was good box office and Star Wars. Star Wars didn't do bad, and she got uh, a Ford versus Ferrari, which you know, brought her in nearly a million dollars. Did Ford versus Ferrari do nearly a million dollars? Yeah, they did seven hundred and sixty million this last. Okay, I mean it was like a six dollar thing. So usually yeah, anything, anything think... that does like a hundred thousand per dollar, 
I really think the way she's playing this is that she's just trying to get as close to zero dollars on her Cineplex. Yep. Like, she's trying to do that. She's trying to fill it up and maximize her money. Yep. Which is a decent technique. I did that, too. I do that every now and then if I don't really know or if it's not going to make that much of a difference. Like... Like I knew, I knew I needed a nineteen seventeen. Yeah, and I, then, I it wasn't at my theater listing when I when I locked in my uh, my it, my and then it suddenly came into my theater. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't update their websites that's quickly funny. enough for me to be like, oh well, if it's not coming to my theater, then there's going to be a lot of theaters that's not getting it yet either. Because mm. you made the mistake of investing in it like last week or the week before. Right, yeah. Last week when it was release. only in like five theaters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was it was seriously like it was less than ten theaters. But then like like uh, what was it? Um, Uncut Gems was in like no theaters, and was the top performer. It it was in I think less than fifty theaters, but those theaters were just constantly selling out their, right. their viewings. Which I thought Which... maybe nineteen seventeen would do that as well. Yeah. No, war movies are a little bit more of a niche thing, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but, yeah, so congratulations, Rick, on winning this week. Yeah. Uh, overall. Uh, how many... Uh, uh, Rick Rick forgets to play a few times, so... Uh, he does. I'm just like, how many times has he actually won? Like, this, really... this will be the first for this season. Yeah. Um, I've won three, Josh has won twice, and Rick has won once. And so right now I'm just $25 million behind Josh when it comes to season box office. In the overall, I'm in, I'm in, let's see here. You're in fourth. Am I? Yeah. I thought that said sixth. I was like, I can't, I can't read. You've got little brother, Rick and Sarah. They're all, and of course, Laura. Right. Who? Laura, which I think she signed up and immediately did not remember to ever play again. Right. Which is kind. It means it makes sure that none of us are going to be a dead last. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Yeah. How far am I behind? Thirty million is not terrible. Yeah. There's there's always room to catch up. It, it's really just one big box office. Yeah. Hit. And and that's that's all it takes. Your nineteen seventeen actually made you catch up a lot. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move on. Yeah. Move on to the news. What's on the news? The news, news, news. What's on the news? News, news, news. Okay. <laughs> just, just try it out. Just try it out. You know. All right. Uh, so, first thing on the news, uh, WandaVision got moved up to... <laughs> Let me sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goodness. I'm going to ruin gracious. that. I'm not even going to cut that out, because that's too much yeah. work. It, it, is. it is. Anyway, so WandaVision got I'm moved scared. up to, uh, 2020. It was going to be in 2021, around the time that, um, Doctor Strange 2, uh, comes out. Yeah, uh, but they bumped it up so it would uh, be in this year, ju- just so that they ha- it's probably so they have enough um, content on Disney Plus to keep people buying it. Yeah, yeah, that way they don't start dropping subscriptions and everything. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I, 
I, I heard there was a lot of drop off after the Mandalorian ended, but well, yeah, I'm but sure I'm there's not... a million people. If I'm sorry, if people go to see like Pixar movies just to see a trailer for Star Wars movie, they're going to drop off as soon as they're done seeing whatever the Star Wars content original content is. Yeah. Um. But uh, this this is interesting in that um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to, to seeing that a little earlier. But I, I I really think that Marvel's having some issues. Um, yeah. Uh, there's that well, I mean, story they, you have later. Their their story arc also is uh, is is kind of done. So they're kind of clamoring to keep people interested. Yeah. But yeah, I've got I've got a story that we'll touch on here in just a little bit. I mean, you can uh, bring that it's, up it's now. Nothing, it's nothing new that Disney's experiencing. Um, but here, in other news, uh, Cats officially dropped 500 theaters in its just second week. I don't think it's actually at any theaters at all right now. It, I mean, there might be just a few screens still carrying it. Yeah, let me see if like my big theater nearby, like the one in Franklin... Am I, am I typing in the wrong website? No, okay. It was just not autofilling. Uh, let's see here. The Dine-In Thoroughbred 20 movies at this theater. Is Cat's still on the list there? I should It is. Get it tickets. says let's see there, if I there's get a couple tickets. in my area that are there still happy. one showing at like 1 o'clock. Uh-huh. And that is it. There's there's a uh, there's an AMC that has 24 screens and that's there's one showing at five o'clock today. Yeah, nobody cares about cats anymore. Uh, it's it's got a horrible IMDb rating, 2.8 already, and it's still it, it's just its third or fourth week now. There was, like, there was a thing on Reddit that was all like, um, like it was like a week before the uh, the end of the year and it was all like uh there's a bounty on your head for like 10 million dollars or something like that and uh everybody knows about it uh but if you're not caught within like 24 hours um you get it uh how would you stay safe and the top comment was i'd attended a a showing of cats (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) It's like no one would expect you there. No, seriously, like nobody's seen it, and the few people that have, there's an entire thing about people like dropping acid or taking psychotropic drugs and going to see it so they can have a trip. <laughs> nice, and That'd that didn't even get more people to go to the theater. Uh I would, <clears throat> I'd pay to see that. There's, there's this show that's uh, the Netflix has coming out that. Has people dropping acid, and I, I, I wish they were doing that to cats. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not dropping cats. Not having cats drop acid. That, that is not something we should do. You know what? I think if you had a bunch of cats drop acid and then you film that, more It'd people be more would entertaining than <laughs> than to see the, the musical cats. I actually had somebody ask me recently. It's like because I said, oh, I go and I see everything in the theater, basically. And he said, oh, have you seen Cats? And I said, oh, I try not to see Trash. And his face just falls. And he's like, I was thinking about taking my daughter to see it this weekend. I was like, oh, just don't. It's, <laughs> it's horrible. You just see like a like a stage version of the, the, the actual Broadway play or something. You'll enjoy that a million times more. Yeah. 
This is this is not a family friendly thing. It's not anybody friendly. It's just poor. All right, let's move on from cats. All right. Uh, so if you're confused about the Witcher timeline, Netflix has released an interactive map with an actual timeline of when each episode takes place and which event happens. I saw that. Um, I'm not sure I needed it. Did you? No, I think if you watch the entire series, yeah, like it sorts of, itself kind out. Of, kind of, but if you are having trouble keeping up, if you're not watching every episode, like if your partner's watching it and you're just catching every third or fourth episode, then I think you're going to have a lot of trouble. I mean, you spend the first, like, probably two episodes thinking it's all at the same time and then find out it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think by the fourth episode, it starts dropping a lot of heavy hints that things aren't happening in the order that they're presenting them at. Yeah. But in general, I I finished The uh, the Witcher and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, uh, I, it's almost got me buying the video game. It's it's on sale on Humble Bundle right now. Like the game of the yeah, year edition is like apparently fifteen dollars. So many people to go back to The Witcher three or to just pick it up for the first time that it's now one of the number one games. Yeah, on the store. So I, uh, it's like fifteen dollars. I'm about to toss like fifteen thousand coins to the, my Witcher. Yeah, yeah, toss toss those to your Witcher. I just don't know if I need to play the first two. two yeah, I don't. I don't think you do. So I just I don't know. I, I guess if you get it and you put it on like Steam Share, I'll I'll probably play it when you're not. I don't think your computer will run it, but I don't think so either. So <laughs> that's also fair. Uh, let's see. Um, in Marvel news, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness it has officially lost its director. He's still staying on as the producer because he produced the first one. Okay, but he has stepped down as the director because of. Uh, difference of opinion and difference of direction. Interesting. Which is the same thing that happened with uh, John Favreau when it came to Iron Man, and I mean, I think like four or five other directors, like, um, like Tom, is it Tom Gunn or Jim Gunn, the, the Jim? director of Guardians of the Galaxy? Jim. Jim Gunn. Um, I was Jim getting Gunn. confused. With, <laughs> I was getting confused. Anyway. Um, like he had a lot of trouble with the studio pushback and it seems yeah. to be a lot of like big directors who don't want to at least go with the flow. They, they tend to have trouble with Marvel and Disney. And so yeah. it's not exactly the worst thing because they're still shooting it. They're not in quite post-production for it yet. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's okay. Like, uh, I feel like Disney wants to be more in control of where, they, and and they want to tie in twenty two movies, you know. So yeah, they do. They uh, do. They want to put a couple Easter eggs in there, and they want the storyline to go certain directions. Yeah, and, that's and cool for directors that actually want to do to have control of their entire work. Right. Um, I remember there was one thing where Disney wanted to get a director, and they liked the way that she did dialogue and the way that she did like character development, mm-hmm. but they weren't interested in her as a director of action at all. They're like, we have action covered. Don't worry about the action. And she turned them down because she's like, I want to direct a whole movie. Right. And they didn't want me to direct a whole movie. And I think in a lot of cases, they hire directors just because they like their, their look as opposed to, Oh, this person is going to give us the best picture. Right. They already know the picture they're going to make. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I so, don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. Just no, it's, they've it's done, fine. They've it's done fine. fantastic. I think, for... I think it's difficult if you want to be a director and you want to work, you know, on a superhero movie, right? Because right now your choices are go with Marvel, where you don't get to actually direct, 
or go with DC, and quite frankly, they're still going to interfere with you, but it's also going to produce a crap film. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so honestly, it, even though they lost the director, I'm not too worried about it. I think that we're still going to get similar Marvel-level quality movie. I just realized that uh, I, I, I've both said I'm worried about Marvel and that I'm fine with Marvel in the same, like, the same five podcast. minutes. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad that you came to terms with it, you know. I'm glad that your mouse overlord was able to calm you down. Yes, they calmed me down. Like, Mickey popped up and was like, it's okay. I can't do a Mickey voice. It's okay, don't worry. Uh, Here, take some of these pills. Yes. Uh They're Uh mouse-shaped. Mouse-shaped. Swallow. Swallow the mouse. Swallow the mouse. Gross. Anyway, um... Moving on, uh, there's a couple seasons that have gotten renewed, a couple shows that are coming up. Uh, CBS has ordered a show called Clarice, which is a sequel to Silence of the Lambs. It is, yeah. It's uh, it's supposed to take place between that and Hannibal, I think. Uh, yeah, it's going to be set in 93. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I, I think that can do a whole lot, like whole like creature of the month kind of thing. Plus, she's chasing down Hannibal, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, go ahead. Uh, Sci-Fi has ordered a, a child's play or a Chucky series, and so that's that's happening on Sci-Fi, right? Because Sci-Fi doesn't do Sci-Fi anymore. So I think that means that they're not going to do movies anymore. Of the Chucky movies, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, because they just they just recently rebooted it with an Aubrey Plaza version. Oh yeah, and that didn't Sorry. do particularly well, did it? I, I think it did well, and it made its money. I mean, I don't think it was as big of a smash that they were hoping for, where they're going to mm-hmm. have like a million spinoffs. But I think this definitely means that they're going to go more for. Uh, I, I, they're obviously investing in the series. There's no point in having movies and series. I don't know. Honestly, with horror movies, I guess you can get away with that. Yeah. Um, it did. It did pretty well. Its budget was ten million, and it did like forty-five. So yeah, every horror movie has always made like at least double its budget, like yeah. every single time. Like if you get a, if you get a horror movie and it flopped, you have messed up on every level. Like I could, I could probably produce and direct and film a horror movie and make at least double my budget back. Yeah, everybody both, can. Both you make like two hundred dollars back. Exactly. No, I, I could probably two hundred dollars. Probably five hundred dollars and probably make a thousand dollars on the back end by selling it to Amazon or Netflix or something yeah, and getting like true. literally pennies for a few years. But it'll make its money back. Because people watch horror movies, even even bad horror movies will get at least a few views. Yeah. Um, so I saw a lot of posts about the Westworld, and it is getting its third season, and they've had character, they've had actors who have died off, who have said, "I don't know if my character is gone or not." They could literally have a million copies yeah. of it sitting around, and I just I don't get it. Like it's it, the third season is going on despite not knowing anybody knowing what the fuck is going on yeah with the entire run of it i gave up two episodes into the second season because it's like oh this is lost level confusing there's no point in watching this 
And so I'm impressed that it's getting a third season. If I ever hear people saying good things about it, I might come back to it. Right. But I am I am expecting it to crash and burn with people just being disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. Yeah. Um, I think that wraps us up for the news, doesn't it? Yeah, that's all I've got on the news. All right. Let me get up my BuzzFeed quiz here, because it is time to quiz your Titanic knowledge. Uh, I, I don't have a Titanic amount of knowledge, you, but let's you, see if I have I, knowledge I mean, You've Titanic. seen it three times in theaters. You, you've seen it way more I, than I, I have. I have seen it probably at least half a dozen times, I think, in my entire life. All right. And that's, you know, that's like 40 hours. This should be pretty easy, I think. Unless I don't give you the... I'll give you the, the four choices. Why not? All right. Well, like on the on the first one, let's just see, I guess. All right. First I, I, one's easy. I know this one. Uh, at the start of the movie, Brock and his team find a safe in the Titanic's wreckage. What's inside the safe? Uh, it is a it is a paint or it's a charcoal drawing of Kate Winslet Kate, Winslet, Kate Winslet's character Rose. A new drawing of Rose. It is yes. That is correct. All right. How many years has it been since Rose set foot on the Titanic? Uh, Since you set foot on the Titanic? Yep. 78, uh, I mean, 80, 83, or 84? Well, Rose was 100 years old, I think, and so mm-hmm. I don't know how old her character was. Hold on, let me think. Uh, Rose had to have been, I don't know, 19, so 80 years, 80, 81 years. 80 or 83 or 84 are your choices in the 80s. Fine, 80. 80 is wrong. It was 84 years. 84 years. Oh, that's bullshit. All right. What did Rose claim the Titanic was called? Uh, The the Ship of Dreams? Okay. Yes. What year did the Titanic set sail? This, This is... This is a history question, not a... That is a history question. <laughs> um, 1912? Yeah, that's correct. I know that one. Okay. 1912. Jack and Fabrizio win the Titanic tickets in a game of what? Po- uh, poker. Poker is correct. Uh, and what class of tickets were they? First class, uh, second class, third class, fourth class. S- steerage, so fourth class, I guess. No, third class. Third class, no class. <laughs> all right. Where is Jack originally from? Oh, all about. I guess Wisconsin, Minnesota. Wisconsin was correct. Okay. And who helps Jack prepare for dinner in first class? Uh, it was. Um, it was. Uh, what's her face's character? Um, uh, Kathy Bates. I can't remember her character. Uh, there's Molly, Molly Brown. Molly, 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 Molly Brown. Brown. Correct. Molly Brown has a cool nickname. What is it? I have no idea on that one. I have no idea. I know this one because it's also a history question. All right, give me All the right. multiple choice. Uh, distinguished, incorruptible, invincible, or unsinkable? Unsinkable. Yep, okay. What date does Jack write on the bottom right-hand corner of his drawing of Rose? Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, this is also a history question, isn't it? Um, 
<laughs> your your choices here are April thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, or sixteenth of nineteen twelve. Because I was going to think like it's got to be sometime in June, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> April fourteenth. How about that? Right, we're guessing. It is correct. Woohoo! <laughs> Somebody comes looking for Rose right after Jack draws her like one of his French girls, causing them both to flee. Who is it? Um, was it the butler? Cal Hockley, Ruth DeWitt Bucket- Bucketer. That yeah, that's her mom. Uh, and Thomas Cal, King. Cal, Cal was her fiance, right? And Spicer Lovejoy. I don't. I don't remember the movie. This yeah, is not a history question. Spicer Lovejoy was the was like the, the 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 man. He was the he had the gun. Okay, so who who is it? Um, I think it was Spicer. Yes. Yeah. Who reveals Jack's location to Rose as the ship is sinking? Uh, Ruth, Trudy Bolt, Thomas Andrews, or Joseph Bruce Ismay? I don't know. I don't know this one at all. I'm going. To, I'm just guessing at Joseph. I have no idea. Nope. Thomas Andrews. Was he the guy that built the Titanic? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think that's the guy, and yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the scene where he says he just tells her where the uh, where the brig is. Yeah, shipbuilder. Yes, British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Head of drafting department of the shipbuilding company. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I, I couldn't recall his character name at all. Okay. Like there's there's no way I was going to get that. What's the name of the ship that rescues the survivors? Well, that's another history question. I have no idea on that one. Uh, um, it's the RMS Olympic, the Lusitania, the Carpathia, or the Oceanic? Uh, I guess Olympic? No, it's the Carpathia. Carpathia. Okay. I knew it wasn't Lusitania because that one also like sank. <laughs> All right. Finally, which character was not based on an actual Titanic passenger? Thomas Andrews. Joseph Bruce Ismay. Molly Brown or Spicer Lovejoy? Okay, the the inventor, he was actually on the Titanic. Molly Brown was obviously on the Titanic. Yep. What were the other two? Uh, Joseph Ismay and Spicer Lovejoy. Joseph Ismay, who was that? I'm going to probably have to go with Spicer Lovejoy. This is just a guess. It is correct. Okay. You got 10 out of 14 correct. 10 out of 14. That's not bad. It says you know a bit. (laughs) I know a bit. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. For a movie that I haven't seen in, what is it, 20 years? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I did pretty good. Yep. All right. See, I'm just gonna make a note here. John yeah, knows gonna, a bit. I know a bit. Yeah, I was gonna put ten out of fourteen. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to the new releases. All right. Okay. So uh, Netflix uh, has a series coming out called "The Healing Powers of Dude," and 
Uh, this show's about a kid who has some social anxiety issues, and he's got like a dog that's like a, is like a. Let's see here. What's the word? The 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 type of pet. The I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Why? Why like, aren't you uh, filling me in here? <laughs> no, um, like, like a comfort a animal special... kind of thing. Like a comfort dog or something like that. Yeah, like, something. Uh, I don't know. And like the 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 dog like talks, but it doesn't talk. Like it, you you hear the dog's voice, but he's like, but you don't. He doesn't hear the dog's voice. So it's like, okay. So it's the audience those, is aware of what the yes, dog thinks. But the audience the is aware of what the dog thinks, but the kid is not. Okay. And that's the yeah. kind of series it is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leslie Jones has a um comedy special called Time Machine. I like Leslie Jones. She's really funny. This is directed by uh, what's Weiss and Benioff. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't. I feel like that's that's a little too much directing for a comedy that special. It is. Well, I mean, we don't know how much they actually can direct, so I guess this is the test, right? <laughs> but like. I don't know. Like, uh, I I know they were supposed they 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 signed on to do so many things for Netflix. This may be like the first thing. Yeah, I, I'm sure they've got a contract of numbers that they've got to hit. Um, it's a very low key one they can let's do. See here, there's also a animated show called uh, Kippo in the Age of Wonder Beasts, and um, it's about. I think it's about like a girl who lives in like an underground city comes up on the surface and there's like talking animals and stuff and and like humans are rare there and like she's got to like run from animals that are like hunting humans and uh it um is this for like kids or is this anime? It is for kids. Okay. Like Maybe like a, a 10 to 14 year old kid. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it sounds quite appropriate for my kids. Yeah, but it, it seems a little, a little I might older check it than out. your kids. But yeah. Um, but it, it the animation is kind of cool. And, okay. uh, and they've got like pretty animals that are uh, like anthropomorphic. Kind of alive. Anyway, yeah. Um, let's see here. So there, that was that was Kippo in the Age of Wonder Beasts. Uh, there's also a show called October Faction, which okay. is about um, a pair of 17 year old twins who find out that their parents, who were supposed to be like like insurance salesmen, are actually like. Uh, secret agent kind of things that are issued out to uh, kill monsters. Okay, kind of like a Grimm. Maybe only like the the kids themselves have some sort of like special powers to like like they have like visions of the future or something. Okay, I don't know. It 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 looks a little creepy. Yeah, they're trying to go for like the Umbrella Maybe. Academy or something like that. That seems like that's the, the group they're going for. Yeah. Uh, that's October Faction. And then there's the Goop Lab, which um, 
I looked this up, and uh, let me let me pull this up again. It's about Gwyneth Paltrow, isn't it? It's got Gwyneth mm-hmm. Paltrow. It's kind of a reality show. <laughs> the the little blurb here for like where it said reality, it also says in a way. In a way. Uh, because it um. They look at um, unregulated health practices of, um, this is going to make music noise and I'm not happy with that. Uh, it's, it looks at like, what, what was it? It was like, uh, hallucinogens and like, um, cold therapy and, uh, like other sort of holistic medicine sort of things. Yeah. And, uh, like I watched the trailer for it and like the top comment on this was like, like, well, they're promoting this scam stuff now. So, you know, take it at your own. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, but, a, I'm not a big proponent of homeopathy or, or, I mean, there's a difference between holistic things and homeopathy, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, things like that and this doesn't seem like it's for me but i don't know if they're taking a more unbiased look at it but it doesn't sound like that's what they're doing uh no it's it seems like they're promoting it yeah um let's see here energy healing exorcism psychedelics psychic mediums um yeah i, I don't things believe like in... that yeah i'm interested to see people doing psychedelics <laughs> yeah that could be right. fun everybody out there i will give you a hundred dollars i'm currently typing down a number on our uh on our document and if you can contact me <laughs> and give me this number because you're a psychic or a medium i will send you a hundred dollars cash all you got to do is hack our document hey you hack our document or get in cahoots with gino yeah that's true I'm gonna. So, you know, it's there, gonna there be Becca. Becca's gonna be the out. psychic. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple ways, but uh, Gino's gonna kick in fifty percent too. So let's see how. Oh wait, wait, oh, wait! I still get fifty dollars if uh. No, you get twenty five dollars. What? No. Because yes. If you're kicking in fifty percent, it's a fifty fifty thing, oh. and they're they're half. Oh no, 50%. no! I'm saying Becca's gonna be the psychic. Oh, Becca's the psychic. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's that's the only way you can get that. I know. Yay, joint money. Anyway, yep. um, that's that's kind of what Netflix has going for the next couple weeks. Uh, Hulu has a couple things. Uh, First Trill Season 2 is coming, so that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Sarah really enjoyed it, and I liked it all right. And then uh, there's a show from J.J. Abrams oh, called no. Endlings. Nope, 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 nope. J.J. Abrams does not do good television, period. <laughs> and uh, this show is about um, some kids that are, like, alone. It like doesn't matter. It's not going to go to a conclusion. It's not. It's just not. It's going to be canceled three seasons in, period. Um, so they're, like, uh, adopted, like, orphan kind of kids. They're not, they're not adopted. They're just, like, gathered together, I guess, by someone. They're, like, in foster care or whatever. Foster, and, sure. um and they they get uh, they run into like some sort of alien sort of thing, and the the alien ship is like collecting 
things that are like the last of their kind to, to like preserve them. And so there's like a saber toothed tiger and like a woolly mammoth kind of thing. And, a um, and I think that, I think it, there's like other aliens and they're like trying to, trying to save. Isn't that kind things? of flight of the navigator? Isn't that what that, like the base premise was on that? I don't know. Like it was, it was going around and collecting species like before their homelands like blew up or something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All I know is, uh, like, um, it's like, like when you, uh, it's like Steven Universe where they they pick up Gareg. Yes, Gareg. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, if you just, if you just put it out like that, I'm interested in this, but once you tell me that J.J. Abrams right. is involved in it at all, it, it's an immediately nope The, uh, the production quality is like the CGI stuff looks interesting. Like it, yeah, the aliens it's, it's look interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they, they look like they put some money into it, but it's not real good. <laughs> I will tell you what, if they go however many seasons and people at the conclusion say, oh, this is really good. You should really check out this series. I'll check it out. Okay. I have yet to come to a single J.J. Abrams directed, produced, or otherwise involved television series where anybody has ever said that. Right. It just doesn't exist. He's not capable of doing it. It's too big of a scope for him. Okay. Moving on. Disney Plus. No, no, no. Let's talk about this for another 40 (laughs) minutes. Uh, Disney Plus has a series called Diary of a Future President. Okay. And it starts off with a lady who's become president who finds oh, like her diary from um uh from like uh middle school and then they do like flashback kind of things and they show like what her life was in middle school and it's like around now kind of time. Okay, fair enough. The middle school is That sounds interesting. And um yeah. Like uh it's it's just kind of a goofy middle school sort of show. Um, that's, that's fine. It's a Disney show. Is it live action or is it animated? It's live action. Okay. Um, Apple TV Plus has a show called Little America, uh, which is kind of a... It's an anthology series, like a slice of life kind of thing for like uh, minority minorities. Uh, this is from uh, Camille Nanjanani and his wife, uh, who oh, did cool, the, yeah. the the Big Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's from them. Um, He's had a series like of a, podcasts, and I think this was one of them, wasn't it? Maybe, uh, could be. But this is a this is an Apple TV Plus show. Yeah, um, and it looks kind of artsy and things like Apple TV Plus shows are. Yeah, yeah. I, I still I'm not interested in any Apple TV Plus stuff yet. So, right, nothing has really jumped out at me yet, <coughs> and, and I don't. I still don't. I still say that nothing's going to make me pay for it. Yeah, I'll find I'll find somebody who has an Apple device because there's you know millions of them, and and I'll borrow their login or something if I really want to. Okay, I, I lie. I'll just pirate it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we, know, we know what you're doing, Gino. <laughs> uh, anyway, this this is, we're going to have the future when it's going to be podcast of a future president. And they're going to be like, nope, 
not a future president because he, he pirated things in 2020. Yeah, Gino, like, yeah. Like, you're going to be gonna the future go, president. You're going to be a president of the United States at some point in your future. Yep. Uh-huh, yeah, and you, that's, the, that's the only <laughs> thing holding you back. That's the only skeleton you've got in your closet right now. Uh, I've got two closets here. Uh-huh. And exactly. Neither uh-huh. of them yeah, have skeletons, I swear. Closets just full of stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, CBS All Access uh, has uh, Star Trek Picard coming yeah, on the 23rd. And it's already, I think, been listed to have a second season, I think. Yeah, they gotta they gotta record those before. Uh, what's his face dies? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. He's. <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't die, but but man, is he old. He yeah. Well, I mean, he's always looked that way, so it's kind of hard to like, gauge it. Right. Uh, but CBS All Access has also ordered uh, animated series of Mr. Magoo, George of the Jungle, and Lassie. Do, do we want to pretend like we didn't have this conversation before? Yeah, we're, we're going to pretend like all right, we didn't do this. All right, I'll just do it. All right. Yeah. Are they doing it all together? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be like a whole multiverse thing. Oh, so it's like George, George, George of the Jungle trying to pet Lassie. Oh, watch out, Mr. Magoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's going to be like. Yep. Anyway... <laughs> Let's, we can move on from that, but we did uh, this before we recorded, and so this is my end to bring this back up. All right. Um. Let's see, here's some traditional TV. There's a spinoff of Nine One One called Nine One One Lone Star. It's on Fox. Okay. I assume it takes place in Texas. It has to, right? <laughs> it, it's at least starring a Texan. Um. There's an HBO show called Avenue Five, which. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, the the title confuses me. It's it's set in the future on like a space luxury liner. Okay. And the captain is uh, Hugh Laurie. And oh, that's uh, it's got like uh, Josh Gad in it. Huh. And um, let's see here, who else is in it that I know? I don't think there's anything else. But uh, I watched like the trailer. It's from the creator of Veep. So oh, okay. It's that style of. It's yeah. it's a foul mouth comedy series, is how it's described. Yeah, I, I might be interested in that and everything. Sarah really enjoys Veep, but mm-hmm. it's more subject matter than it is right than style. Style, yeah. So I don't know, but I don't know. I'm kind of interested in that. I don't think it's enough to bring me back to HBO, but that's that's a pretty good start. Right. It's one of those things I'd watch while I was watching something else. But yeah, that's Avenue 5 on HBO. Um, Comedy Central has a series from Aquafina. Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Okay. And I had no idea how to pronounce that, so I'm very glad that you did. It's like the drink. It, I see that's how it's pronounced, but that's not how it's written. <laughs> here. Um, do you know who Aquafina is? I have no idea, no. Um, like she just won like a Golden Globe or something. Okay. For uh, what? That's what I'm going to look up. But uh, she was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, I know her, yeah. And uh, she won a Golden Globe uh, for uh, actress in a musical or comedy for The Farewell. 
Okay. Well, I mean, she was in uh, she was in Jumanji, so that's where I kind of know her. Okay. I have yet to see Crazy Rich Asians. But yeah, she's pretty funny. Yeah, she was she was kind of funny in um in Jumanji. So, I get that. Um But yeah, this is a comedy Central. series on Comedy Central where yeah. she's like uh like a 27-year-old who still lives at home with her family and um well, good for her. Yeah, it looks pretty funny and yeah, good good on her for getting the show. Um, Fox has a series called Outmatched, and, uh, it, uh, stars, um, what's his face, uh, the pie fucker, um, Jason Biggs, Biggs, yes, and Maggie Lawson is the other adult in that, uh, they have, uh, three kids who are certified geniuses, and the fourth kid who's kind of dumb. Oh, um, but like the kids are all like, we're going to go learn. And the parents are all like, what? So why can't you just be like normal kids? And so like the parents are like, brother, uh, why can't can't you be like your brother Gino? Oh, anyway. So like there's, there's this like scene in the trailer where they're like in their basement, uh, full of, full of like hangout kind of stuff and they're like um they're like can you imagine like when we first moved in here and we had kids we thought we this basement would be the place that the kids would hide out and smoke weed and then like jason biggs coughs and coughs and says no this is where this is what we do now <laughs> yeah okay so yeah it's that kind of show okay so it's kind of sheldon times three um no because it's on Fox. Uh, Young Sheldon's more stilted and and formal. Well, this is this is definitely more laid back in comedy. Comedy. I mean, it sounds funny enough. I might check but that yeah. out. I might check it out on Hulu or something though. Right. It'll. It should be on Hulu. It's on Fox. Yeah. Um. But that. That's new TV. Uh, as far as like movies go, as far as streaming movies go, there's Amazon has a movie uh, called Troop Zero. And oh yeah, I've seen some trailers for this actually. Yeah, you're you're kind of you use Amazon Fire Stick stuff, so you probably have seen trailers for this. Yeah, it, it seems kind of cute. It's it's about like Girl Scouts and. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a girl I mean, putting together a, a troop of her own, basically. And, yeah, uh, it's full of, like, zeros. Yeah, and and the, the only number that's available is zero, since all the other troops in the state are taken, apparently. Yeah, they that, had to that's take not zero. a thing. That's not a thing, but yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it, it looks cute enough. I think this is something Sarah would probably like. Maybe. But that's on Amazon, Troop Zero. Uh, Tyler Perry's got a movie on Netflix. Uh, Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. Okay. And uh, this is a serious movie about a woman who is in jail. And uh, they're going through, like, what what drove her to that point. And, like, she, like, meets this guy and falls in love, and then he, like, steals her identity and steals all her, like, goes, 
like steals all her work stuff and gets her in trouble and she goes to jail. That's fun. Um, kind of diary of the mad, of a mad black woman kind of a thing, as opposed to Medea something or other. Sure. Yeah, it's not a definitely not a Medea. Definitely not Medea goes to jail. This is Grace goes to jail. Yes. Um. Let's see here. That's that's it as far as streaming movies go. Let's jump into some theater movies. Uh, on the seventeenth, we've got uh, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of mixed bag on this. Yeah, uh, me too. Because obviously Will Smith has been making a big push to come back lately. Right. Um, but Martin Lawrence, I mean, I, I think it's supposed to be his character thing is that he's kind of just done. Mm-hmm. And not interested in continuing on, you know. Right. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm sure it's it's probably going to be on par with the other two bad boys. It couldn't be, you know, couldn't be too awful. It's, it's Michael Bay, isn't it? So it's going to be a lot of explosions and action. Is it? Let's I'm pretty sure, yeah. Bad boys for life. Um, no, not Michael Bay. It's not? Nope. Uh, I don't know about that at all, then. I mean, it's at least got uh, Jerry Bruckheimer as a producer? Yes, Jerry Bruckheimer as a producer. Okay, so at least I have the same idea of it. Um, So that's Bad Boys for Life. And then uh, Doolittle comes out that week as well. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be a super-powered person who could talk to animals. Yep. It's also yep. got uh, Tom Holland in it, doesn't it? Uh, I think so. I think he plays the voice of something, doesn't no, he? No, he's an actual like human in that, I think. Do little Tom Holland. Because uh, there's a lot of like voices in there, but... Um... I just, yeah, uh, this this blurb just said that Tom Holland's in Doolittle because of Robert Downey Jr. Uh, okay, yeah. But yeah, uh, no, he, he plays, he, he's an actual human character in it. It says voice on the IMDb. Does it? Yep, it says that his character is Jip. Huh. Weird. So I swear I, I saw him like in the trailer. That's cross wires. I mean, it very well might be. I mean, I could be just wrong. This is IMDb after all. Right. Uh, but there, there's a bunch of voice actors in this. Um, there's, let's see here. Uh, Remy Malik. Yeah. Emma Thompson. Uh, John uh, Cena. John Cena. Cena! <laughs> That's why. You know why he's he's playing a voice? Because you can't see him. Uh. Uh, Camille Nanjiani. Oh, oh. Anyway, yes, Camille Nanjiani. Craig Robinson. Selena Gomez. Like, it's got a huge cast. They've obviously invested a lot of money in this. Yep. What um, studio is this? Uh, Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. They've, they're investing a lot of money. I'd probably check this out. I don't know if I'd take my girl to see it, though. Yeah. Um... I don't know. The more I see the trailers for it, the more I'm interested in it. I mean, I, I feel as though it's just Sherlock that can talk to animals. Yeah, it might be. You know, that's I think that's the feel I get from every single trailer I see of it. 
But yeah, I may go see it. I want to see that. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to pick out what movies I want to see this month. Um, I'll probably see Bad Boys for Life. I'm going to see Uncut Gems, 1917. The following uh, week, uh, on the 24th, maybe we've got the the Gentleman, and I keep seeing shows for this on Pluto, and I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, it looks. It reminds me a lot of like uh, what's like Snatch. Yeah, it's it is a which is also uh, Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie film. Um, yeah, it, it looks really good. I mean, it's got a huge cast. It does. It's got, uh, Matthew McConaughey, it's got Tom, 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 he played Bane, um, Tom, Tom, Tom. oh, why can't I think of his name? Um, I don't know, and he's not showing up. Tom Hardy. Does it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he's one of the main characters. Is he not? Uh, no. Oh, it's somebody that looks a lot like Tom Hardy. Uh, is it Charlie Hoonan? Might be. The guy from um, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. You know what? It probably is. That's That's who it is. Never mind. Anyway, anyway, so it's got that guy. Yes. Uh, um, it's got Hugh Grant. It's got, I don't know, it's got a huge cast. Yeah. It's got uh, The Richest of Asians. Yes, and, it does. Uh, that's, that's what I'm referring to that guy as now. I don't even know his name. What is his name? Uh, is that Henry Golding? Yes. That's not even an Asian name. Well, that's that's a bit racist, Gino. No, I uh, I feel bad for calling him the richest of Asians now. If he's if he's just Henry Golding, is it? But yeah, it's uh, it's got Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. Um... Oh, his father's English, and his mother's Malaysian, and he okay. was born in Malaysia. Anyway, but anyway, it it seems like a really good movie. I'll, I'll probably check that one out too. Yes, I want to see that one. Uh, there's a couple other movies coming out that week that I have no desire to see. Yeah, it's got <laughs> The Turning, which is based upon the, the 80s, The Turning of the Key. Okay. Like, it's, it's just a horror movie remake. And it looks like they put a lot of money into it, and so if you want to go see The Stranger Kid, The Stranger Things Kid, he's in that. Okay. And then there's, uh, The Last Full Measure, which is, like, yeah. a true story... About a Vietnam War hero that may yeah. or may not be a hero. Yeah, it's it's about him getting like supposedly earning his. Well, he earned a Medal of Honor, and it's like the story behind that, right? Um, I I don't know the history of it, so yeah, I didn't watch the end of the trailer, so I don't. Know. Okay. <laughs> but it, it made it sound like like there there's like um like things going on behind the scenes that are that may or may not make him worthy of the and that like the the reporter whoever's doing the investigator is all like having to dig in and find all this yeah. stuff and whether or not it should come out and all this other stuff so i don't know i mean it's, it it's could Sebastian be interesting Stan. but it's not it's not it's my type Sebastian of movie Stan, so it's i mean he's he's a decent decent actor yeah and it's got uh like 
Um, Samuel L. Jackson. So it's got Nick Fury and the Winter Soldier. Um, oh, it's got William Hurt in it. So it's got uh, Colonel or General Ross. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Um, yeah, it's got it's got a bunch of people in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that comes out on the twenty fourth, as well. Yeah, I, I, I mixed bag. I'll see what else I'm seeing on that time. But, right. But yeah, I, I definitely am down for seeing the gentleman and probably Doolittle and Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. That'll probably be what I'm watching in the next couple weeks. Um. Uh, do we want to get to what we've been watching? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, right. I haven't been watching a whole lot of stuff. Um. Let's see here. The the big things like I uh there was a podcast I listened to that recommended Infinity Train as a um as a kids Rick and Morty. Uh just because I, it's I, like a whole new universe each episode, I guess. Yeah, I, I I get what they're going at and what they're hinting at, but it's Is it too kiddish for you? Uh, no, it wasn't. It's not bad. I just don't know if I'd consider it Rick and Morty ish. Yeah. Okay. Like Rick and Morty, it's all about like nihilism and humor. Right. I mean, it had a bit of humor. Um, I liked one one. That was a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good short run series. How much of it did you watch? I watched all of it. There's a second season now. Well, I've watched the first season, so I've okay. watched half of it. Okay. Um. I've watched like through the turtle episode. The turtle episode's good. Uh, it starts getting a little more weird after that. Okay, it, it does seem like it would. Yeah, and it also gets a bit deeper too. Okay, but yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's worth watching more of it. Um, I finished both The Witcher and The Mandalorian. Okay, yeah, we were gonna we were gonna talk about this last time, and then I was like, no, you got to watch it all. So, yeah. Uh, what do you think I, of? Go ahead. I, I really liked the Mandalorian. I really thought that last. Like, did you know what the sword was? What that indicates? Uh, I read about it later. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just I'm aware of that, like the whole lore and stuff. But that makes him like the technically the head of all the Mandalorians. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. You have the 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 black saber. And it is held by whoever technically rules the Mandalorians. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, but he got it because he sacked their home planet. Oh, okay. But it's one of those double-edged sword things. Where I, I thought I read that it was um, like from um, Darth Maul. No. Well, Darth Maul, Darth Maul had it in the um, in the series at one point. Yeah. Okay, he was he was the head of the Mandalorian while. Oh, really? But the thing is that the, the thing about that saber is is that it leaves you open because it means you have to be open for any open combat. You can't you can't say no. Okay. So yeah, but that technically means that he is the he's the king or the ruler or whatever of all the Mandalorians. I mean, if I'm completely wrong, let us know at uh, mediamondayshow at gmail dot com. Right. But yeah, Darth Maul. I actually I do remember at one point he was he did have that sword. He he won it in combat. 
But I don't know if he necessarily exists in this universe the way they want him to. Right. Um, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. I, I look two of this, and probably season three and season four. Yep. <laughs> um, and the, the last episode, uh, what'd you, what'd you, the, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, directed it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was all around really good. Um, yeah. he's I also the voice of, of uh, IG-11. What's that? He's also the voice of IG-11. Oh, well, that makes sense. I, I really liked, uh, I liked IG-11. I thought he was a character. He was mm-hmm. really well done. Um, but... I don't know. It just seems like they just suddenly got to a stopping point and they're like, okay, we're going to stop. Yeah. And so I guess always leave them wanting more. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I like a nice space western. Mm-hmm. It's been good. Hashtag bring back Firefly. You're right. Um, and I enjoyed The Witcher and I enjoyed that for a lot of similar reasons. It's a lot of fun. It's a nice little universe they're building. And I, I think they've already greenlit like three seasons. So Okay. Yeah, The Witcher's good. Um, I look forward to more of it. Um, let's see here. Uh, I've been watching... I watched uh, The Jeopardy Greatest of All Time. I watched the first episode of that. And it may be a little too much Jeopardy for me. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> they do. They play two games in an hour. And, okay. And they're it's the greatest of all time. So the the questions are a little harder. And by the end of it, my brain's all like, "No, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I can I can hold my own when it comes to like Jeopardy Kids or Jeopardy College. Mm-hmm. But even the regular Jeopardy, it starts getting to the point where I'm getting like one out of every five. Okay. I I usually so. do pretty good when like regular Jeopardy. And like a half hour, like I'll, I'll get to the end and I'll be like, oh yeah, I answered some of these pretty well. And, and then like, I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll nail the final Jeopardy, but not in this at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and them doing two, cause it's whoever wins, it's, it's a two, uh, a two show in one show thing. So like they do like whoever combined total wins, wins the show, wins the episode. Okay. So, like, usually, like, they do, like, in the in the tournaments and stuff, they'll do, okay, like, you get to the finals and they'll have, like, a two, two episodes, uh, like, one day, one day, and then whoever's the combined total of the two episodes wins the, the, uh, tournament. But this is, okay. they're doing it all, like, combined into one episode, and that's, it's a little much. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, this is kind of Alex Trebek's last hurrah, too, right? Yeah, probably. He, uh, apparently he, he made a comment, they, they asked him who he thought should, uh, su- like, succeed, succeed, no succeed, that's Suc- the word, succeed, succeed, <laughs> they should separate from him, no, uh, they, who should, uh, who should take over after him, and, um, he jokingly said Betty White. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd um, be funny. I'd, I'd, I'd watch her as a guest host. Right. Uh, I think they should do like like if he if he retires like in the middle of the year they should do guest host for like the rest of the year like maybe like a week because they record like a week at a time they yeah. should do like one week with one guest host and then another week with another guest host and I think they should do that at, like 
to end out the year or something if he retires like in the middle of the year or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's going to just retire suddenly. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just after this. Maybe. Um, so, yeah. Jeopardy, greatest of all time. Watching that, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm, watch- I'm just finishing up Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. We're still enjoying it. Um, we're also watching Parks and Rec. And we're up to the point where I think I stopped watching... Uh, the the actual series, so so I'm enjoying that. Okay, it's, it's definitely worth a rewatch. Um, let's see what else. You should uh, watch. You should watch it and treat yourself. We are treating ourselves. I don't think we're quite to that episode yet. Okay. I'm aware of that, but I don't know if I actually saw that. Okay. Um, but me and the kids are watching the Dragon Prince. Okay. Yeah, are you liking that? They love it. They are really clamoring to watch every episode they can. Okay. And um, you're like telling them we got to slow down? Is that what's going on? Anytime we start a new series, and also with this one, seeing how it can have a lot more questions for them to ask. Right. We have a hard and fast rule. They're allowed one episode, and they have to watch it with an adult. Okay. So they're frustrated by that. Um, but they, they do enjoy it. They're, they're liking it. And it's not, so far it's not been too scary for ZZ. There's a couple times where Violet came over to sit next to me while we were watching it. So, okay. Um, but they, but they are enjoying it. Um, let's see what else. What you watching? Uh, I've been watching, uh, James May, our man in Japan. How's that going? Uh, it's, it's pretty good. Um, it's, it's, it's old British white man wandering around talking to people in Japan and doing things that old British white man wouldn't normally do. Like, uh, the first episode has him, like, dog sledding and talking to, like, uh, a samurai sword, uh, someone who forges swords, a swordsmith. Okay. Swordsmith, yeah. Um, like, the second episode, he, uh, he goes to a, um, like a uh, Japanese boy band show at like seven thirty in the morning. Oh wow! And then and then the boy band like takes him out to buy clothes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and That's they like J-pop James, uh, James May. Yep, it's it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's like uh, we go on. Uh, I was just saying, it's like uh. I guess it's like the one of those episodes of uh um what should we call it? The show with all three of them. Uh Grand Tour? Yes, the Grand Tour. It's like the their adventure sort of episodes, only just James May. But it's it's pretty good. Okay, cool. Um we just started watching Fleabag. Like we watched I think two or three episodes last night. I almost watched that earlier today. Like I had it like on the I was going to hit play on it at like 11 o'clock this morning and uh, uh, something came up or something and I never did. Yeah, it's uh, it's starring uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and it's really funny. Um, it's it's a bit more of a raunchy, dirty kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. And she plays a pretty awful person. Okay. But the situation she gets into and the tongue-in-cheek and the way that she kind of looks, like it's, it's also, um, she breaks the fourth wall a lot. Okay. 
but the way it's done is probably the best way it's ever been done. Like it beats like uh, like Eddie Murphy in the '80s, like all of that stuff. It's it's probably the best use of breaking the fourth wall that I've ever seen. Huh. And so it's it's really good and it's entertaining. It's really funny. It's it's a British dark comedy, but but it's so far been enjoyable, and I think we'll continue watching it. Okay. Yeah, it's been going on for quite a few seasons. So or there's cut, two seasons years, of so. six episodes each, so you've only got twelve episodes to watch. Well, that's all right. It's it's we've we've been enjoying it though. We'll, we'll definitely continue. And continue. and they said they're not making any more. Yeah, that's the British way. Yep. Go out on top. Um, I I've been watching The Circle. Okay. And it is like the best trash ever. The like, best trash ever? Yes. Like, um, okay. I don't know. Like, I've been watching football as well. And they have, they're the uh, Geico's bringing back, like, their old commercials for the Super Bowl. They're doing sequels to them. So they've been showing, like, these old commercials again. And they had the one with the raccoons where they're like, the, the raccoons are like, this is terrible. You should try it. And, like, <laughs> and, like, and that's, that's how I feel about the circle is like, this is, this is, this is terrible. You should watch it. Okay. Um so it was it was catfishing the series, right? Or like uh, uh, it is it is like Big Brother, uh except everybody's in their own apartment and they only communicate via like uh social network they have between them. Okay. And um like they can private message each other when they like post like statuses in the morning and um they check out each other's profile and then judge each other based on that, and okay. they 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 rank each other and then uh, the the by like who they like the most and the top two people are the influencers and then they get to pick somebody to go home. Okay. And uh, do they, there's do they have to agree or is it is it just they each get to pick one? Uh, they have to agree. Okay. The top two do, and um and so they send somebody home. There's there's eight people in the show. They send somebody home, and then like immediately somebody new comes in. Ah, and and they it could, could very well be the same person. It could be, but it's not. But uh, no, because they uh, when they leave, they uh, they get to go visit somebody of their choice. Okay. So like they they do a video to reveal who that person was, and 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 they they go and they visit one person. Um, but it's. It's interesting because they're all like, I think you're a catfish. And, yeah. uh, and, and there, there's this great part where like, there's this guy who's like married and, uh, is there catfishing as like a, as a, uh, like good looking guy, uh, who's single. And he's like, he's like a, like a chubby dorky looking guy. Okay. And, uh, and he's all like, he's like. I have to like really rev up the flirting here more than I normally would be able to do. So I will, so I fit in with the, and then he's, he starts flirting with this girl who is, who is, uh, uh, being played by her boyfriend. <laughs> so it's like catfish flirting with catfish. That's, that's it's, funny. It's Double hilarious. Catfish. Uh, but new shows on that, uh, uh, the first four episodes came out on the first, and we watched them that day. <laughs> uh, the next four episodes came out on the on the seventh, 
uh, like the, the following Wednesday, and uh, we watched like over the couple days there. We watched the rest of that, and then the end of it comes out next Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so if that sounds up your alley, what is it on? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, I, it still doesn't sound like the best for me, <laughs> but yeah. No, anyway, it's, it's um, interesting. I also watched uh, Drunk History, and I we're, we enjoy Drunk History. Okay. It, it's a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, it's it's all dependent on like the comedian or the person they have presenting the information. You know, they've got to still be charismatic enough and drunk enough. Right. Is uh is Drunk History? Um, because I I'm, I don't think I've ever watched it. Is is it something that's like currently running? Yeah, it's they they just dropped their most recent season, season nine, I think. Oh really? Like that. Okay. Yeah, and it's available on Hulu, so it's okay. it's worth checking out. And you can skip around; it's not something you have to watch it. Like you look for subjects that seem interesting to you. Okay. And just watch those. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 worth checking out if you got Hulu. It's worth it. It's funny. Um, movie wise, uh, I took the girls out and we saw Spies in Disguise. Yeah. And we enjoyed that. It's it's fun enough. It's it's one of those ones where I'm probably going to forget I saw it in the next couple months. Like it wasn't it wasn't great. There was nothing that really stood out. But the girls enjoyed it. It'll probably be when it's coming back out on DVD or something. They'll remind me and be like, "Oh, can we watch Spies in Disguise again?" Right. And they'll watch it to death. And they will. They probably will. That's what they do. Um, but they uh, but they enjoyed it enough. It was definitely. Going out and seeing it as a family. Um, but I did just shortly after the new year, I watched uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is my new favorite movie for the year so far. You you like Jojo? I did. I enjoyed it a lot. I think it was really well done. Um, I think that it's it's mixture of comedy and uh, severity. Yeah. Was was nice. It was well done. It's one of those ones that I'd probably sit down and watch with Sarah. Yeah. And like rewatch it. Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think that he's a really good director and he's obviously a, a pretty good performer too. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, I watched the, the lost city of it's, it's Z, but it's, it's they're They're British. So they called it the lost city of Zed. No, it's just Z. But uh, seeing as the Lost City of Z, I thought it was going to be a zombie thing. Yeah, and yeah, I think is, that too. It is. Uh, it is not. It is about um, people uh, like investigating down the Amazon, looking for like Incan ruins or whatever, and um, and running into like indigenous tribes and um, in the process of things and. Like the, it's got um, can't remember who the main character is, but it's got Tom Holland as his son, and okay, um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like he he goes on a, a trip and he doesn't make it to the city of Zed, and but makes it back. Uh, like they turn back because like there was this one guy that went with them that like went crazy and um like messed up all their supplies and stuff, so they had to turn him back. I think this is kind of like based on a true story. Yeah, I think so. It also says that it came out a couple years ago. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's an older movie. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, it's got Charlie Hunan. Oh, it's got, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, Sienna Miller, Ian yeah. Mc... Uh, uh, no, not him. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, um, yeah, it, it, it's got like a decent enough cast. Like, yeah, it, it was it was an okay movie. Yeah, okay, just okay. Watched it, watched it with the father-in-law, and he, he, he watches everything before I get a chance to, and then comes to visit, and and is all like, "Well, I don't want to watch that again, so so I don't get to watch movies I want to watch with him." Fair enough. <laughs> so I end up watching things like that, and that's okay. Like on a scale of one to ten, how how much would you recommend that for listeners? And uh, like a five and a half. <laughs> Oh, okay, so yeah, so we're just filling up time at this point. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, oh, but look. yeah, that's that's all I've been watching. I've actually watched a lot more television than I have movies, but you know, I'll catch back up. Okay. Um. So yeah, we we got an email from Rick, who said that our our last episode was like the best episode yet, and um, and, and that was obviously our uh our um. Best of the year, best, best of the of decade. The year, best of the decade, like our, our picks of the year episode. So I say, well, we keep it rolling, and we'll do the best of the year now. Okay. Well, so far, then, I'd have to say that my best of the year would have to be, even though it came out last year, is Jojo Rabbit. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll do the, the, the best of what we've seen this year. And then by the end of the year, we can go, okay, this is, this is it, and it'll be easy to do. But it won't be surprising, will it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, there won't be any really big surprises. We'll do the best of the decade at the end of the year. <laughs> at the end of the year, okay. You know what? We could actually go out a few years ahead, <laughs> and we could try and call some shots. <laughs> All right. Um, the So far, the best thing I've watched is The Circle. <laughs> okay. And that's just because I've watched a lot of junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that but you... The, the Circle's good. A lot, of, a lot of ways to go up. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, so I guess this kind of rounds it out. Yeah, so you can find us at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com and on Facebook. Yep. On Facebook, uh, Media Monday Show. Uh, yeah. Uh, join us in Fantasy Movie League. Um, yeah. The league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E-N-O. Uh, come on in, get a few weeks practice before the whole thing resets. Yep. Um, or, you know, if you get nothing but perfect, you could probably beat us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, so just come in and give us a challenge with that. Uh, let us know what you think of the thing. Um, um, but, yeah, uh, just reach out to us and you give a shout-out to you. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, thanks, Rick. And um, we'll guess we'll see you in two weeks. All right, two weeks, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.